Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today on the show, we have Philip Nappy with Vavia. Welcome, Philip. Well, thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm excited Pleasure. to learn what you're up to. Tell us about Vavia. How are you serving folks? We are serving folks from the consumer side uh, by delivering and, and hauling away small roll-off containers that uh, are very nimble. Uh, that can get into tight spaces and the smaller containers are really easy to address uh, new job site requirements. Um, so that's how we handle serve people on the consumer side. But then on the friend dev side or franchise development side, we award and support our franchisees to the highest level uh, to make sure that they are super successful in what they're doing and, and the track record speaks for itself. So um, what was the genesis of the idea? Did it always start out as a franchise? Um, it did. It did. I, I've got 23 years in the, in the roll-off dumpster business. That's what they call this because the dumpsters kind of roll off the back of the truck. Um, and then my partner and CEO has got about 30 plus years in the business as well. He, and we come from two different uh, backgrounds, experiences. I, I've always been an entrepreneur. I, I started a, a company in uh, 1999 that ended up being the largest in the Southeast, independent company in the Southeast that hauled and recycled construction demolition debris. And my partner, Tim Wells, um, he was uh, area vice president for waste management for over 20 years, managing about 600 million in revenue, reporting to the CEO. So yeah, it's two different uh, two different uh, backgrounds that we run the business on. But I uh, I always knew uh, that this model worked um, because there is a floor to which you can charge for roll off containers. So I knew the, the economics of it were were really uh, powerful and really made sense. But then when you layer on top of this, where you've got lower capital expenditures because the containers and the trucks are smaller lower operating costs, non-CDL drivers. So if you can take all of that and put it together, then a layer on top of it, uh, exceptional branding, digital technology, software programs that we have, processes, the experiences and the relationships we've got in the industry. Um, our, our franchisees are off and running and, and, and being very successful. Now, um, who is that ideal franchisee? Is it someone who's in this kind of business, construction business or driving business, or is it, could it be anybody and they're just hiring folks to do the driving drop-off and things like that? You know, our most successful franchisees had no waste or construction experience whatsoever. Now, obviously, that that, that helps um, if you have or have some construction experience, just for, from a networking standpoint, that you're, you're able to use it. But really, the, they have, the, the candidates need to align with our core values. Uh, and the most important one of those is you have to have a customer service centric approach. I mean, that you have to be have a desire to give exceptional customer service because there's this industry is just filled with companies and players that really don't provide great customer service. And if you can do that, then you can grow your business and you can charge a premium. And, and, and that's the key to being successful, uh, that you take very good care of your, your drivers, uh, your team members that are on there. Um, and you, that's what we sometimes we, you know, on the consumer side, we get, you know, asked for pricing and they're like, oh, you're, you know, you're pretty more expensive than your competition. I said, well, we run a different company. I mean, we, 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 we buy the best trucks. We keep them maintained. We have safety protocols that none of our competitors have. We pay our drivers top with, with full benefit package from, 
retirement matching 401k to paid time off, paid holidays, health, dental, and vision insurance. And we're able to go recruit the best drivers, cost more money, but it also comes out in the service that we that we deliver exceptional, exceptional service on the consumer side. Now, um, when you were starting to roll this out, um, how did you begin that launch of an emerging franchise like this? Oh, that was a challenge. Um, you know, we, we've we've told people from day one, look, we're waste guys uh, that got into franchising. There's a competitor of ours, I won't name their name. And they're the opposite. You know, they're franchising guys that got into the waste business. And we think that we have an advantage over them because we have the experience in the industry. But it was a big, it was a big challenge for us. You know, there's a, it's a very uh, tight network uh, industry, as you well know, um, from the broker consultants to the franchise sales organizations and, and really trying to break in and break that code has been challenging for us. We did uh, work with some broker networks and a franchise sales organization to kind of get us off the ground. But we've, we've been, we're internalizing that development beginning this year. We've got some partners on board that um, have grown successful franchise uh, systems through organic growth. Uh, using digital marketing, using public relations, using all of these other things, and uh, and really being in, in control of the sales process from the beginning to the end, because we're Bavia isn't trying to be um, you know a 500 unit franchise system. I mean, we want to. Our goal is to be at 100 by the end of 2026. Um, you know, we've got 14 under our board and belt now. We our goal is 10 for 2022, and we're well on the way to achieving that goal. Um, First and foremost, we want to provide great service to our to our franchisees and give them great value for what they're paying, uh, you know, month in and month out. So it's not uh, we're, we're, we want to be powerful and not really that big, if that makes sense. And then uh, did you land on that from the beginning or is that something that having gone through the process a little bit, you're uh, like, hey, you know what? Beginning. So right, from the beginning, you yeah. always wanted to be kind of that kind of white glove, high end service rather than there's a million of us on every corner. Exactly. Exactly. And that, that's been our that's been our focus from the very beginning. We've had we've had franchise sales organizations that, you know, approach us in the past couple of years and say, hey, we want to take you nationwide. And we're, we're going to we're going to have 100 you know, out there in the first year. And quite frankly, they care more about the deal and not as much about the candidate, in our opinion. And we really care about the camera. We've told some candidates, look, it's just not a good fit, you know, because this is a, you know, a 10, 20, 30 year relationship that we're going to have with these, with these individuals. We want to make sure that it's a good fit for them and their family and, and uh, their skill sets. And, and it's, so it's just not about selling units and selling franchises. It's about really finding business operators that you can partner with over the next 10, 20, 30 years. So now what's a day in the life of a franchisee? One, you you always answer your phone. That's one of the key things when we do our sales training is that uh, when that phone rings, you answer it. So, you know, your phone may start ringing in the morning. You make sure that you get your drivers uh, out, uh, you know, doing their pre-trip inspection. That's one of the other things that we offer. We have a a, a fully robust safety system put in place. Um, And so there's a lot of things that we add to that that a lot of our competitors don't do. Because at the end of the day, we're in the trucking business. Uh, you know, we've got vehicles running up and down the roads. And so there's a lot of things that we, we have to be responsible for to make sure that our communities are safe. Uh, and then that kind of parlays down into our team members are safe. Our equipment is, is running properly and being well maintained. All of that goes in together. But so making sure your drivers get off, uh, you know, and, and get, get on their way. And then it's all about networking. It's all about, you know, I tell people dumpsters are the easiest thing in the world to sell. If you provide a great service, you can get business. If you answer your phone, you can get business. And so spending your time, you know, between 
managing your drivers, looking over the routes, making sure that those are optimized. And these are all things that we help with because driver efficiency can add, you know, a couple of extra percentage points to your, to your bottom line. Um, and it can, you know, it furthers your capital because if you can be more efficient with three trucks and then say, if you're not as efficient, then you got to add another truck. You got to add a second truck. And all of a sudden you, you've got a lot more capital outlay, but if you can really optimize those assets, so asset utilization, it comes with the containers, making sure they get turned over and the trucks are fully optimized. But that and growing your business and doing your P&L, uh, you know, doing your financial stuff and reporting, those are the key, you know, day in and day out things that you do. It's a pretty simple, non-sexy blocking and tackling business, but we've added a lot of processes and branding um, and sophistication that we've brought to to the industry, and we're, we're very proud about that. We're always looking to improve. So you mentioned the kind of this steady growth uh, that you see uh, going forward. Has this been a good time to be, uh, you know, getting in the franchise business? Is the, you know, coming out of a pandemic, you know, you have the great resignation. Is this a good time for folks to consider franchising as an op- option for them? Yeah, and I think that's a that's a, a, a several part uh, answer to that. One, during the pandemic, when it was going on, you know, we were considered an essential business, and where our business actually exploded in 2020 uh, from the, on the consumer side. Um, you know, you don't have to have a brick and mortar; you, you can basically operate out of your truck. Um, we, we have job site trailers that we have for our office for via Nashville. We own the Nashville franchise, um, but being considered essential, we our business took off in 2020. So that's the, you know, if, if this pandemic uh, rears its ugly head again, then, you know, that, that's one thing to keep in mind. But the other thing of why now is Bavia is not like a express loop or McDonald's or, or Jimmy John's or any of those things where you may come into a market, say like Nashville and say, Hey, we're, there's going to be 15 locations there. You're going to have one franchisee in Nashville. I would say there's probably three markets, Atlanta, Dallas, and Houston, where you may have, two, three franchisees because it's so big. But really, you're looking at one franchisee going in, one business operator, we like to call it. So these markets are filling up fast. We're really focusing on the South, Southeast, uh, Southwest, you know, from Phoenix, you could throw Denver in there, Texas, uh, Florida, the whole panhandle up the, up the uh, East Coast. But, you know, Florida, it looks like it's, the, you know, there's several markets. There's so many contiguous markets availability there, but looks like Tampa may be going down and Orlando may, um, you know, we're not in Austin, Texas yet. Um, we are in Dallas and Houston and San Antonio, but I think we could uh, get another franchisee in Dallas and uh, Houston. So, so they're so big. Uh, Phoenix is someplace we really want to, we want to be. Um, but the Carolinas are looking like they're all sewn up. Um, you know, Atlanta, we could probably put somebody else there, uh, but that kind of gives you where, where we're really focused in. And then we'll start looking and filling in some of the, the secondary markets. Now, do you have any advice for that emerging franchisor? Um, you mentioned some scar tissue of trying different things when you first started, but if if you could kind of help somebody launch effectively, is there some do's and don'ts? I would be in control of the, the sales process as much as possible. Um, you, you, that is so important. Now, you know, the, the, these broker networks that come to you, they can bring you leads and that's great. You know, that's great if they can bring you leads and then you, you, you know, you're, you're at the end of the day, you're selling your, your brand. Um, but being in control of that, um, there's a lot of people out there that have, you know, the, you know, the greatest new gadget, you know, that can help you propel your franchise uh, brand. Just be very careful. Uh, take it slow. 
talk to multiple people, get involved, um, you know, with the organizations and, and, and learn from the people that are doing it more the organic way. Um, and I think that, that it may grow slower, but slower is not always bad. It can be good. You don't get out over your skis and you can manage your, uh, the service and support you provide your franchisees. Now, can you maybe share that moment in the evolution of your brand where you're like, hey, you know what? This thing's going to work. I think we're going to make it. I mean, we, we always knew that it could work um, because we have the experience in the industry. I mean, we, we've been successful in this industry um, and we, we knew that the model would work. Uh, the franchise piece of it, we layer that in. You know, we, we, we looked at Nashville being our proof of concept. I mean, we have we, we really launched January of 2019 there, and we, we, the growth that we've seen here has been phenomenal. Um, it's just been absolutely incredible. And a lot of it is hinged on the disposal uh, contract that you have with your in that specific market. And quite honestly, Nashville's disposal market is a little expensive compared to some of them. So even though we've grown and, and we've got great margins here in Nashville at the corporate location, um, there's other markets that have better disposal options and they, they are, um, their margins are even better than ours and they have no experience, but we, we guide them all along this process and they're always pushing price, always pushing price and efficiency with, with the trucks. Well, congratulations on all the success. If somebody wants to learn more about the consumer service and the franchise opportunity, can you share the websites? Sure. It's go via.com. So, G-O, go, and then Vavia, V-A-V-I-A, go, Vavia.com. And Vavia in Italian means it goes away. There you go. Well, Philip, thank you again for sharing your story. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Well, I thank you for the time. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio. 